Hello, everyone. Sports Nuts and Beer Guts coming at you. Episode 62. Fine November day here. Uh, yours truly, Matt Hickman, hosting tonight with Chris Collett. What's going on, Hickey? Hey, not much, man. We uh, just two this week. Um, McClure, um, I think, has a date night tonight. Uh, I don't know what Logan's doing. Don't know what it's Cole's dinner time, doing. baby. Yeah, they, it's dinner time. <laughs> Must be. Must be. They got uh, other things to do besides uh, hang out with us. But, hey, here we are, Sports Degenerates, d- uh, talking about all things football. I mean, hey, this is a great great time of year. I mean, I know there's that brief time in November when, or in the October when all the major sports are going. But this year we get the World Cup showing up in November. NFL's in full swing. Best college football season in 24 years. So, uh Lots of good stuff to to talk about. So tonight we're gonna we're gonna dive into college football, state of how it is, um, uh, college football playoff. Dive in and chat a little bit about the NFL, and uh, yeah, I think it's pretty much gonna be a football centric uh, chat tonight. So, Chris, let's go ahead and jump in. Uh, third week of the CFP standings uh, coming out. We uh, I believe what the past two weeks, the top five have stayed the same. Yep. Um, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, Tennessee. Yeah. All right. What's your take on those uh, on those standings, and how many of those five make it uh, into the final top four? I think four of them will make it. Four uh, of those. Wow. Four of those will make it. I think TSU or TCU is not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a very flawed team. They could lose to Baylor this week. I wouldn't be shocked. They could. They could even lose to Iowa State. Uh, Matt Campbell's had a down year, uh, but he is a good coach, and TCU may be a little overconfident looking ahead to the Big 12 championship game. Uh, and stumble there. State. Yeah. So I think TS- TCU uh, loses. If they win, they're in the playoffs. Like, no questions, they're in the playoffs. Uh, that's when it comes down to uh, whoever wins Ohio State Michigan. As a Tennessee fan, I'm cheering for Ohio State big time. Uh, that Michigan – uh, non-conference schedule was atrocious. Oh. Uh, I saw something on Twitter today. I think it was Pete Burns uh, tweeted it out, something along the lines of three years ago, Michigan bought out their UCLA contract. They were supposed to play UCLA this year for really? $1.5 million. So if UCLA, and they replaced it with Hawaii, who is just a dumpster fire. So that $1.5 million has a chance to keep them out of the playoffs because uh, strength of schedule, Tennessee's number three. Uh, Michigan was like 87 when I looked today. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I mean, I know Tennessee's isn't going up. They play South Carolina and Vanderbilt. So, I mean, no, it's going down. But I still think they're safely be inside the top 10. Uh, Michigan's will obviously go up with Ohio State, but I mean, what are they still going to be? Maybe 70, 65? I mean, look uh, at not, their schedule. Not great. Colorado State, Hawaii, UConn, Maryland, Iowa. There's their first like team that has like Iowa at least has a defense, and they beat them by 13. Yeah, Indiana, Penn State, they killed Penn State's. They did. All right, yeah, there's one. Not great though. Yeah, uh, Michigan State, Rutgers, Nebraska, Illinois has a solid defense this week. They'll put them away. Um, yeah, and then, Illinois and then the lost Buc- two in a row. Yeah, uh, it's not a great schedule. And then if you want to look at it, like Ohio State. 
Ohio State's like not good in a couple of games this year. I mean, I know they had the bad weather North Northwestern game. They had another. Was it Penn State? They were down in the fourth quarter. They were down. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, and they blew them out eventually. But they did uh, blow them out. They were uh, losing at two different points in the fourth quarter in that game, if I'm not mistaken. And um, I think there was one more game where they were. It was. It was uh, strangely close. Wasn't it? Uh, was it Rutgers? Maybe or no? I don't remember. There was a game. Um, I'm looking at maybe Michigan State. Let's see. They beat them 49 to 20. Um, nope, that wasn't it. They were all over them. Um, I don't I, know. Either way, it, it's interesting. Um, you know, they've I, not been super. I mean, they're, they're the solid number two. I'm not going to argue that. They are. Uh, I think they're a really good team. I agree. Uh, yeah, uh, they, they definitely are. If I was drinking team strength, I, I would do. I think to, uh, Georgia's obviously number one. I think Ohio mm -hmm. State's two. Yep. I think Michigan and Tennessee, uh, in some order, three and four. I think those are the four best teams. Yeah. I said it maybe two or three weeks ago. I think when all said and done, it's going to be Georgia one, uh, Ohio State two, Tennessee three, and Michigan four. Um, I mean, I would, I, I would be all about that. I would love a, that. That Tennessee Ohio State game would be phenomenal. Be an all time. Uh, that would be a great one. It'd be one that's uh, forty two to forty one heading to the fourth quarter. Uh, I don't think they could make the over big enough. Like, I mean, the over under would be eighty something points. Like like eighty eighty one something like that. Yeah, I don't. I still take the over. I think it's one of those games that would come down to just mistakes. Does you know who's who's the guy that that overthrows a pass? Who's the guy? Which I mean, that's what how Tennessee Alabama was. Tennessee even made the was. big mistake, but Alabama had the penalty, so it was yeah. Even so, um, I'm not no, worried I, about LSU jumping. I I just that Tennessee beat down in LSU's Baton Rouge, uh, and plus Georgia's going to kick their ass. Like they, they can't are. beat Georgia, so they're yeah. It's kind of a non-story. It's it makes for good fodder kind of thing. But obviously, I mean, if TCU loses, I think. I, I think I think you'll have what I just said with the Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee, Michigan. Uh, what I'm assuming. USC? I don't think they have a shot. They've they've looked so not good this year. I know. I know they're nine and one. Their only loss was a close loss at Utah, uh, but they beat like Arizona by six points. They have some close wins that are against bad, really bad teams. Like Cal. Cal's an awful team. What was that yeah, score? Just six point forty one thirty five. Arizona oh, yeah. was forty five thirty seven. Oregon State they beat seventeen fourteen. Um, yeah. So they I, again. Here's the thing: they play. They end with UCLA, Notre Dame, and then the Pac twelve championship. So if they I, get UCLA, Notre Dame, and then avenge their Utah loss, where does the uh, where's the Notre Dame game at? It's, it's in L.A. It's in L.A. Okay. I was gonna say so, if it was in South Bend, I mean with the cold weather, I I, yeah, yeah, I would. Toast. I I still think. I, I could see UCLA winning. I could uh, again. I think that like their last three games, UCLA, Notre they're going to lose. Then Utah, or Oregon. I I do think they're going to lose. But if they They'll don't, they could jump Tennessee. I don't think so. They could jump Michigan too. You don't think so? No, they're. I think they're a long ways off. I don't. I don't know if they're that good. I mean, their their schedule is like Michigan yeah. 2.0. I mean, worse because their only ranked team they played, they lost to. And that's something I guess we could get to is. I know you weren't a fan of it this week, but uh, that last touchdown Tennessee scored, uh, possibly the last two touchdowns Tennessee scored. Yeah. Uh, I don't like running up the score. I just I, I had visions of, well, at least Tennessee did it with Joe Milton back there. I, I remember seeing 
Urban Meyer having Tim Tebow in, chucking up touchdowns on South Carolina, Tennessee, whoever, you know, especially in that 07 year when he won the Heisman, just just padding all the stats and like, man, don't get it, don't get the dude hurt. Um, Tennessee did do it with backups, which that's akin to the old Bobby Bowden. I'm just running my offense. I scored 77 on NC State. That's definitely Heupel's mentality is is he's like, hey, these players practice just like everybody else. I need to get them game reps. The only way to do that is if we're kicking your ass, uh, we can throw them out there and see what they got. Uh, Joe Milton low-key looks better than Hendon Hooker. That's, oh a hot, his, that's a hot take. His arm is unreal. It is, and he's it's, actually accurate this year. Like, I, mean, I, need, yeah, I, need last, to, I need to look. What's his completion percentage this year, Joe Milton? I, I got to look that up because – I think it's probably seventy percent. Next next year, I mean, this is a great. This is like the first time like Tennessee has a good season, and like you know what, we're building on something next year. I remember thinking that fifteen going into sixteen, that yeah. all right, this is this team was was good, and next year could be better. Um, but that's literally the only time, you know. So so that's going to be interesting. But this completion percentage is seventy six percent this year. Seventy six percent. Wow, up from fifty one percent last year. The accuracy is awesome. He has a COVID year, so I, everybody assumes he's coming back for his COVID year. Uh, he better. And then Nico, the $8 million freshman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, essentially it's going to be, I think they're going to let Joe Milton ride as long as he's he looks good and then let Nico play uh, some garbage time just to get him on the field and see what he has kind of thing. Uh, I'm excited for next year too. Like yeah, I, I don't it's, it's... You yeah. take off Tillman and Hyatt, like uh, they still have McCoy, Keaton, Squirrel, White. You know what I mean? Like they still have the receivers. You're like, got them. The, the running backs are back. Uh, offensive line, uh, it's not Darnell, be as good. Darnell Wright. That, that'll be a big loss. Cooper uh, Mays goes too, right? I think he's only a junior. I think he's oh. still. Yeah, I think he's he's the center, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, or is he a guard? I can't remember. I can't remember center guard. He interior interior. Yeah. yeah, I think he's back, but I think they do lose three of the five. Uh, but I think, I think transfer portal, they'll, they'll, you know what I mean? Pat put some patches over it. Uh, I'm excited for next year too. I don't, I don't think it's going to be a one year. I don't know like long-term how Josh Heupel is going to sustain success at Tennessee, but, uh, hey, this we're is gonna... the most confident I've been in Tennessee and God knows how long. Oh, me, me too. I mean, I'm. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm. Uh, it's, it's the best time in in a long. There was a, there was a moment in like, '06 when they brought back Cutcliffe, that things were looking really up. Yeah, um, that was that was a time like all right. You had Eric Berry coming in the next year, who everybody knew was going to be awesome. And um, actually, if '06 was a weird year, if Eric Ainge doesn't get hurt, they probably win like eleven games that year. And also, they should have beaten Florida in '06. Let's say that's saves that Fulmer's job. That was a that was another like one of those weird teams that was actually pretty good. Um, but anyway, that's off track. Like, yeah, it's the it's it's the the brightest future in God forever. And Heupel's down to earth. He doesn't say dumb shit. Like, uh, he's kind of what Tennessee fans want. Somebody that's going to go out there and throw the ball around. You know what I mean? It's not your he's, typical Smash Mouth, but he's gonna he's gonna put up points. Uh, I love that he goes for it on fourth down. Like I do too. Oh all the gosh. confidence in the world. Uh, that's one thing I've always harped on is everybody's like, ah, oh, fourth and two, got to punt it, got to punt it. And I'm like, uh, you know, punt's a turnover. I mean, it's the same thing. It really uh, is. 
I mean, so if you look at it from that perspective, I know people get on Lane Kiffin for his chart, and he always goes for fourth and one and never seems to be successful. Well, that's uh, you got to you got to back it up with the right play call. That's another you piece. you do. Uh, so as far as that goes, I'm like, I love that he's he's aggressive and goes for it. Uh, and then I think Saturday was a great. I mean, Tennessee had a C minus game in the first half, maybe even a I got D nervous. plus. I really did. It was 28-24, and I was like, oh man, just battered ball syndrome, go away. It, I think I and, text you something like that. Yeah, we were texting back and forth, and I was just like, because I texted you at halftime. I was like, oh, that, w- that was like a, a C minus performance. It really was. Half. Like, yeah, it just looked bad. Uh, I was like, I, th- I think we'll, we'll we'll turn it around, and then it got closer in the second half. Like before we just put the pedal. Yeah, yeah and, and Heupel had like, had that switch. He had that two play drive, scored a touchdown, and it just completely demoralized Missouri. They're like thought they were there, and then it was just like. Oh, they have this other gear that I'm not used to Tennessee having. So they just schemed Jalen Hyatt wide open. That was it. Yeah, like he was. He was. I he was in a in a. Um, don't understand that H back or not even H back a wing back position. Like and then ran a wheel. Can we uh, can we talk about our Will Levis uh, love because you know who they're playing this week, right? Um, well, they did play Vanderbilt last week, but and lost it, and lost. Um, I mean, he did throw for 98 yards, if I'm not mistaken. Oh wow. Which was there against than he did against Tennessee, I guess. Well, it was also it was it was what three fewer than Joe Milton threw for. It was fewer. Joe Milton had better better stats. No, Will's in two series first round pick. Will Levis, but no, who's he play this week? Uh, The Georgia Bulldogs. Oh my gosh! (laughs) Like, is does he get hurt? Like, does he finish the? I think I think does he finish the game because well, their offensive line again. It's bad. I've I've been hating on Will Levis. We it's it's kind of a joke, but he is in a just a horrible situation. I mean, they couldn't block Vanderbilt. Yeah, he might die. He might die. This if you're if you're Will Levis, do you do you pull the on the first round? I I'm banged up. Got a you know what I mean? Shoulder like pull up some random injury and be like. We're just gonna send him out for precautionary reasons, and that or he's got the flu. Things good. The flu's really Co- going around. COVID, yeah. I think he's got COVID. You can still blame COVID. Yeah, nobody's gonna um, think you're gonna die from it. So you can, you know what I mean. You can just throw the COVID out there, like, oh, no big deal now. So I mean, I know that dude's a competitor. He is. He but like he I, is. Man, I don't know. Short of him coming out and playing lights out against Georgia, which that's not happening. Nope. What's he gonna do to help his draft stock? in this game like, it can only hurt it he literally. can only get concussed right yes that's a good yeah. call will levis go sit down you know what take your friend chris rodriguez with you too we like him oh we love he's he's like friend of the pod just not really a friend chris, of the pod yeah we love the way that dude plays we are pro chris rodriguez what's his draft stock uh i think he's one of those like fifth round running backs i don't think he has the speed like whenever he does combine testing i don't think it's going to be uh, something that really jumps off the charts. So he's going to be one of those fifth rounders that somebody gets hurt and they're like, "Oh my gosh, Chris Rodriguez run for ran for 114 yards for San Diego." Yeah, his for, uh, the Chargers. <laughs> his ceiling's probably uh, Damian Pierce, if I had a guess. Uh, I think hey. I think that's the ceiling. Uh, MVP of my fantasy team. And his floor is going to be that uh, Alexander Madison kind of thing, just a backup that you that shows flashes whenever he gets on the field, doesn't really see the field a lot. Uh, that dude never gets tackled behind the line of scrimmage, and that offensive line is awful. It's like, awful, yeah, so bad. Uh, huge Chris Rodriguez fan. I, but I don't know if he has the athleticism to 
you know what I mean? I don't know if that translates to NFL as well. Uh, but if you put him in a fun offense, you never know. I don't know how he can catch the ball because I just see him run the ball all over yeah. everybody. Uh, no, he's yeah, he's tough. I, I'm uh, yeah. I uh, think I think you're right. Friend friend of the pod. I'd love to see how his uh, how his career progresses. Absolutely. So let's that's it. All right. So so if you again, let, let's just recap. You're if you're but, predicting today, you're you're gonna predict Ohio State stay with Georgia, Ohio State, assume Ohio State beat, beats Michigan. Yeah, Tennessee, but, Michigan. That would be a phenomenal last four. I know Georgia kicked Michigan's ass last year. Uh, would probably do it again this year, but I think Georgia might do it to any of the four teams. Honestly, they, yeah, they're they're the. Uh, they're, I'd like. They're I mean, good. Probably, I want. I want a shot at them on a neutral site. Uh, we mentioned that home crowd. How. How good it yep, was! It was really good. Every bit as good as Neyland. Um yes. And then, uh, so that that's one part of it, and the other is. Um, Let's see how Hypel re-schemes against him. I do like the chances on that one. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Tennessee's in regard. Like, I think Tennessee's for sure in. It's just a matter of, does TCU stay in? Uh, if TCU doesn't, uh, I assume Michigan will. Because I, I just think I think USC is not good. I think they're going to lose a game. Because they have three tough games left. Right. I, I agree. Uh, I think TCU and USC lose. I'm with you there. Yeah. Um. I think the conversation is going to be Michigan and CFP darling Clemson. Oh, they're so bad. I I would not be shocked if we see Georgia Clemson playing Ooh. in Atlanta in the one, four matchup. I, um, Georgia over, wins about a hundred to nothing over Michigan. I, I'm just saying the CFP that, loves conference champions. Oh. And they they could hate on Michigan's schedule. Michigan's schedule they could hate them. Set them up for it. So Clemson, they I mean Wake, NC State, Syracuse. Um, Ooh, here's a good one for you. Okay, then uh, North this Carolina. This might be. I think this probably is Tennessee's best option. Okay, we actually want Michigan to beat Ohio State. Oh, I don't know about that. Why? Why do you say that? I uh, because I don't think they want. SEC versus Big Twelve. I don't or Big Ten. Like like two SEC teams playing in the quarterfinals, two Big Ten teams that just played each other uh, a month ago, kind of thing. I don't want. I don't think they want that. So I think it would be uh, Georgia one, Michigan two, Tennessee three, Ohio State four. In that scenario, so mm, okay, I think they would do that. I think I think they're going to choose Ohio State over Tennessee, unless Michigan just like. I don't think they want to see them, but they're going to pair Ohio them that State, way. Michigan. Re- you know what I mean? Don't. I don't think so. I think I think that would be the. That's all. That's the reason I always say Tennessee going to three is because they will. I don't yeah. think they want the one four Tennessee versus Georgia. You're right. If Tennessee is um, in, they're three. Yeah, that's yeah. They are. That's my thoughts too. And then it's the winner of Ohio State. Michigan's going to be two. Uh, I would much rather play Michigan than I would Ohio State. Uh, I am. Oh, scoring. Michigan's offense, I don't think, can keep up because Tennessee's and, run defense is pretty good. And there's a chance Ohio State can make enough big plays on defense uh, and score with Georgia. Uh, I think that's a oh, matchup Georgia, Georgia wouldn't want. So, I mean, I think on paper, those are those are the two best teams. They've got the most talent. Yep. They're both really well coached. I mean, if ultimately we end up, I mean, listen, if if the national championship is is Georgia, Ohio State, and Tennessee loses in the semifinals, man, I'd be 10 out of 10. Yep. 
awesome season. All timer. You were, you know, this this team revitalized Tennessee football. So, got to be happy about that. It's a middle of November, and we are still. Oh my still gosh, in it, man! Do you remember uh, middle of November, twenty seventeen? We, I think it was about this weekend in twenty seventeen. Oh, we went to the trip. game. Yeah. No, well, that was early. Okay, oh. so, so that was in October. In yeah. May, was it? May have been eighteen. No, it was seventeen. We went to a Predators game. The same weekend, Tennessee was playing LSU. Rainy, gross night. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, remember that. And Tennessee we just were... got embarrassed. Butch, I think Butch had gotten. I think Brady Hope coached that game. I think we were staying at a double tree near the airport. We were staying at a double tree near the airport. Yeah, we had a little um, suite there. Yeah, went to. Went to the Waffle House. Who was uh, Kentucky? It was it Kentucky Louisville basketball or something like that. There was a Kentucky something other. Because we were we were in the room watching it prior to the Preds game. Oh, that's right, we were. Yeah. Well, that was that was quite a weekend. Um, but yeah, I remember the state of Tennessee football. We were just just flat embarrassed. Uh, uh yeah. Yeah, we Absolutely. were we were totally done with the Butch era, which you punted on about a year before. Uh, yeah, the Alabama game. I said it on here before. I'll I'll re- yeah. say it again. I went to the Alabama game with my brother. Uh, I had a friend. Shout out Eric Medley. Uh, his dad had four tickets. Called me up. I was like, hey, I got two extra tickets if you want to go to the game. And uh, we had just come off a loss to Texas, a- Texas mm-hmm. A&M. Uh, yep. Hell of a game. Uh, it was. It was an awesome game. Uh, but still, my hopes were high. I was like, hey, we might have a chance. Uh, Alabama touchdown, Alabama touchdown. It's awful. I actually looked it up and it was, uh, I thought it was Devontae Smith, but it was actually Eddie Jackson that returned the punt. It was fourth really? and about fourth and about a foot. Uh, and they, okay. Punted fourth and a foot, down 14 to th- 14, nothing, 14, three. I can't remember which one it was. Uh, we had, I think they had ran about five plays on offense, Alabama and scored two touchdowns already. And we punted and Eddie Jackson ran it back 21, three. I was like, we should probably go ahead and fire this coach right now. It's over. And a, a fourth and one that uh, with uh, it's Jaylen about forty yard line. Yeah, Alan Kamara, Josh Dobbs, yes. and I think a pretty decent offensive line at the time. Yes, yeah. yes, they were still halfway decent. But yeah, we decided to uh, punt Butch. it because why not? We're we're gonna get a stop this time. Yeah. Well, he is we're taking his talents to punt return Arkansas, Arkansas State. State. Yeah, I think so, they're just horrible. Uh, well, based on the the. Number of fans in attendance from the screenshot I saw, there looked to be about forty-seven. I think there's more people for a, a Kings Academy football game than there was <laughs> uh, Arkansas State. I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up on the Twitter. Uh, Word on yeah. the street is that uh, you know about twenty years ago, Kings Academy had a pretty charismatic, uh, you know, middle school head coach. He wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. Arkansas State, man. Yeah, the, I, I imagine Butch is doing awful. Uh, that dude's a clown. Oh, oh yeah. speaking he, of clowns, can we, are we going to go to Shane Beamer? He did beat UMass last week, but yes, let's move to Pitt Shane. by for Shane Beamer himself. Oh, my gosh. That guy's just an absolute chode. I don't know how else to describe <laughs> the guy. He looks like a young Frank Beamer. Uh, I think of Frank Beamer. I, you know, Remember that game? It was like 0-0. Going to overtime, was it zero yeah. zero or three to three? I think it was zero zero, and it went to somebody missed a field goal, and it went it to OT six six to three or something was the yeah. final score in double overtime. Forth. Yeah, uh, I the pic, picture of Frank going like his arms in the air 
And then the caption blows zero zero, and I'm like going to overtime into regulation, and I'm like, I'm looking it up. Yeah, I was like, that's that's Shane <laughs> Beamer right there. I don't know how else to describe the guy. Uh, I haven't liked him because he's. Uh, I just don't feel like he's a likable person. I don't know what I don't know what it is. It's just he's he's kind of he has a lot of Butch Jones in him. That's why I kind of you mentioned Butch. I was like, man, I think it's Shane Beamer when I see Butch. He has like all these sayings. He has this. Uh, there's a there's a running meme going around. Uh, last year's Tennessee game, they were down by 30 points or so, and they got a stop. And he's like has his arms in the air like cheering, and you see the score, and you're like, dude, man, you're you're already down 30. No, you're placed. Uh, he had one last week. They were down 31 to six or something like that to Florida. And they got a stop and he was cheering. Uh, that one touchdown they scored was a fake punt. So yeah. uh, the offense is Florida is basically shut them out. Doing, yeah. That was uh, Florida's look. They're, they're, they're coming on into the season. Uh, that never happens. Uh, again, no, they're always the opposite. That scares me for Napier because Florida yeah. is uh, notorious for that. We're going to yes. play you good early, and as soon as we're out of it, oh, my oh gosh. we are we are right. going to be very out of it. That was uh, a Dan Mullen, Jim McElwain special. Yeah, right there. Absolutely. They, they would the, quit. The um, I'll be interested. The, the Florida State game is actually going to be interesting. I, I do, again, we've talked about this. Napier, I, I do we're, think. We're both complimentary of him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, the – He had an A-plus they're, they're game plan against up. Tennessee. Say what? He had an A-plus game plan against Tennessee. He did. Hey, my he team's did. not as good as theirs. Uh, we're gonna have to go for it and get lucky. And uh, he, he pushed all the right buttons, except for the end. He may have missed a couple buttons there, but uh, yeah. But he, I he, mean, he did really well. He did. They, they, they should be happy with that hire. And also, yeah, good showing. Yeah. They're uh, okay. So, so here's here's a question. I guess I don't know. A couple of coaching dominoes. Let's let's talk about that real quick. Oh, perfect. Um, so, so oh, there's some interesting Auburn, open jobs. Right? Auburn. Yeah. What happens? I mean, Auburn's open. I mean, I know Logan's real tired of us talking about Nebraska, but I don't think that's officially been filled. It's um, open. Those are those are the big ones. I think Colorado is open. Nobody cares about Colorado anymore. Well, you know what? Colorado used to be. Uh, is a, that a solid B plus program or B program? New, right? Was New Heisel at Colorado? Or was he? I mean, he was at Washington, but he's also Colorado, right? New Heisel was at Colorado. Dan Hawkins was at Colorado. Um, is, that, is that Boise State Dan Hawkins? Boise State Dan Hawkins. Oh, wow. Um, they, I mean, they were they were good. I mean, you think I mean the Heisman winner with Rashawn Salam in the '90s. They won a national title Cordell in Stewart. 1990. Cordell Down. Stewart, yeah. Receive uh, Michael Westbrook, Charles. Jones. I mean, they had some they had some players. And then that 2002 team, which had maybe the best one of the best running attacks ever. That I say the 2001 team that actually murdered Nebraska football. That was the day Nebraska football died. It was in 2001. They beat Nebraska like 62 to 24. And that was the end of the Nebraska run. Um, was Colorado was good. Was and that then, a uh, like Black Friday game by chance? Yes, it was. Yeah, it was. I I remember that game. I was I was at my grandparents. Uh, they had two, four, and five, which is the local ABC, NBC, CBS. Yeah. That's the only channels they got. That you had <laughs> to make sure that bell. make sure the <laughs> antenna was turned the right direction. Uh, old man. I and I would we, I would always watch uh, Channel Four for some reason never came in so it was either ABC or NBC and uh, ABC yeah I remember watching that game that's crazy that was a I'm looking it up that was a Gary Barnett team they won the Big Twelve who were the Did running he, backs uh, Chris Brown Chris, uh, uh, Tennessee Titan, Titan Tennessee Chris Titan Brown. okay yep um he was their main guy 
but they, uh, I remember they had that. Remember the offensive lineman? It's the guy that uh, Albert Hainsworth stepped on years later. Andre Gerard. Gerard. Yeah. Gerard something like he that. was awesome. He was on that team. Uh, that was 62 to 36. They beat Nebraska. Um, quite a team. But anyway, right. yeah, what happened to like, – anyway. Anyway, so these jobs are open. Auburn's the best one. You yes. can win a national championship at Auburn. There's apparently Lane Kiffin rumors. Um, they love cattle. They sold out the game against uh, against Texas A&M somehow in the worst Auburn season in, for, in forever. Okay, here, here's a good question. So who do they go with? Yeah. If you're, if you're Nick Saban, you're in a lost year. You have no chance at anything. Do you happen to punt that game against Auburn so they hire Cadillac? It's not a bad idea. That's I, that's sinister, but it's not a bad idea. It's if I was coaching Alabama and I was where I am, I think I might consider doing that. Uh, I don't think I would want. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I would want Kiffin. I think Kiffin's a coach that gives uh, Nick Saban fits. Uh, he hasn't had a lot of success against Saban. Nobody's had a lot tight. of success, but he's played him tight everywhere he's been. Yeah, every almost every game, uh, he goes in with the attitude of, "Hey, I know my team's not as good, so I'm about to pull out some tricks." And he goes to the trick plays. He, uh, he kind of mucks it up, kind of thing. Uh, so I think, as far as that goes, I think it'd be great for college football because uh, the Alabama Auburn rivalry is always going to be uh, an awesome matchup, kind of thing. I think he brings some excitement to that. Like he's going to bring some competitiveness. I think uh, I didn't know this until right before recording the podcast, somebody on Twitter talking about, well, what success has he had at Ole Miss? Uh, he's about mm-hmm. to win 10 games for the second year in a row, which last year was the first year that Ole Miss had ever won 10 games. So ever, uh, ever. I was shocked. Oh, I thought the Eli Manning team got to 10. I guess not. No. Oh, three. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So I was like, yeah, I, I think Kiffin's a good coach. I don't know that he's, uh, Auburn's a weird school and Kiffin's a weird guy. I don't know if that's a good matchup, like a good match. I don't, is I Auburn don't, that much better of a job than Ole Miss? Tuberville made that move in 95, 96. Yeah. He had Deuce McAllister, didn't he? Did he have Deuce? No. Mm, I don't know. Houston Maybe nut. Houston nut. Was he at Ole Miss? He was, but no, that Deuce McAllister would have been in, uh, while well, Houston nut was at Arkansas. Oh. Um, Who was a coach at Ole Miss? Maybe Cutcliffe. Um, it could have been, yeah. So awesome. I don't remember. I think Tuberville. Okay, so Tuberville would have replaced Terry Bowden. Oh, and that yeah. was in '98 to '99. Yeah. Because then Cutcliffe backfilled Tuberville. Uh huh. And Ole Miss. So that's right. It was Cutcliffe. I'd, I would assume. Okay. So, but but anyway, he made that. Yeah. Move. He made the leap from Ole Miss to Auburn, which again, it is a better job. Agreed. Agreed. No question. Auburn. It is a better like, job. Has more has resources, more history, higher expectations. Right. So, uh, is it that much better of a job, though? Like, I mean, you're not going to win a national title at Ole Miss, barring could. barring something crazy. I mean, everything would have to go right. I mean, because even okay. ath- even like recruiting athletes wise, uh, they recruit a lot of three stars, like. That's fair. I, I don't know. I mean, not that three stars are bad. Uh, they hit the transfer portal really hard. That's something Kiffin does a good job at. Because uh, I think he knows he's not going to win the recruiting battle. So, hey, let's go get tra- let's do transfer portal. We'll get guys playing time. We'll get them the stats. Uh, the Jutkins, the running back they have, he's dynamite. He's he looks really, really good. good. Uh, I think Auburn, 
I don't know, man. Auburn's boosters. They got uh, a little Tennessee Vol Twitter in them. They have they have their boosters are are the boosters and athletic pro department are on two separate pages and you gotta you gotta flirt with both of them kind of thing. You can't sleep mm -hmm. with one uh, or you're getting yeah, the, other one, the other one's gonna fire you. Uh, one way or the other kind of thing. So it's a difficult job, I feel like. Uh it was it who was it, Chiswick? Yeah, well, yeah, Chiswick, Chiswick somehow it, won the national championship there, but it was it was Cam Newton. It was Cam, yeah. Cam completely put the team on his back. But he won a national title, and he was fired two years later. Well, he – I mean, everybody knew that was – True. Like, Gene Chiswick was – like, it was – he had, he had very little – it was like Barry Switzer winning that Super Bowl with the Cowboys. That's, that, that's fair. I'll give you that one. I don't know. Uh – I don't think Kiffin's a good fit there. I don't know why. I think it'd be good for the rivalry, Alabama Auburn, because uh, Kiffin would have some great quotes. Just oh, he would parading. In uh, if you're Lane Kiffin, you're whoever the next coach is at Alabama is going to fail just because they're not Nick Saban. Yeah, they he... they can't live up to those expectations. So if you're Kiffin, knowing Saban's seventy two years old, uh, he has to retire at some point, right? He, he does. You I, just have to try to outlast him. And then if you can outlast him, like that state might be yours and things turn around really fast at that point. Uh, they do. I, so I, yeah, I don't know. It's a toss up. I could see both, both ways for lane. Uh, if they hired him, I'd be like, I understand. Uh, the one coach that somehow still gets mentioned. I don't know how, uh, Hugh freeze. That's not happening. No, no. Like, that dude, that dude's an awful guy. Uh, he he fits. He's perfect for Liberty. Like, perfect for Liberty. Could not be a better match. Yes. He's he got should, Falwell written all over him. He should stay at Liberty forever and have them a good competitive 10-2 and two football team uh, full of guys that are great Christian people. and yep, uh, every one of them. Have great moral compass. Mm -hmm. He prays over all of them. Yeah. Just make sure he, he should, picks the right He should stay there. there. I, I don't want to see him at Auburn. Uh I think he would probably win at Auburn. I think he'd probably be a good fit for the dynamic at Auburn because Auburn's so weird. Uh, he's just a guy I just can't like, uh, could not like. Uh, I hope they don't – because I kind of like – I look, you like Auburn. Like they're, I do like Auburn. Yeah, I do they're too. They're fun. I mean, I, mean uh, yeah. I, I don't hate uh, – I, I mean, we kind of made fun of Cadillac Williams. I like Cadillac start. Williams. Yeah. He's not, he's not experienced. He's not experienced enough. But man, I don't, like the, the people. I don't, it's like, like coach. I don't Owen hate that. I mean, you. if you if you surround himself with, you know what I mean. If you surround him with some uh, some good coaches, coordinators, uh, you you have potential there. I don't I don't know, uh, good or bad. You have potential. You, uh, you absolutely do, and you're gonna get the athletes in there with him. You know what I mean. You're gonna get uh, a vibe. People are gonna uh, play. The stadium's gonna be full. Deion Sanders, that, that's another that's a no go. No. I don't have any optimistic for him, optimism for him under any power five school. What about Matt Rule? Where does he go? Ugh. I don't know. I I don't is he I not their best phone call? I don't know that he coaches. Takes a year off. I I know coaches are hesitant to take years off because the further they get from the game, the for, further they get from uh, being in the, you know what I mean? The coach conversation yeah. kind of thing. Uh, he, he got a lot of money from Carolina. So, okay. Uh, so maybe he takes a year off and just waits for the right spot. Yeah. I, 
I think he's a great college coach. I do think he he's is, a great college yes. coach. I don't necessarily I don't I don't think he's gonna play that dynamic with the boosters at Auburn. I think Nebraska would be a hell of a spot for him to land. Or he waits a year and takes Brent Venable's job. Uh Venables, yeah, five and five, uh something like that. Lost to West Virginia. Yeah. Uh agreed on I, Nebraska, but yeah, I saw something where West or Oklahoma, this current Oklahoma roster has 54 four-star better players <laughs> on it. 54. Oh my so, gosh. Uh there was some bitching about uh oh Lincoln Riley stole all our players, left them with nothing. Uh 54. 54 four-star better. Four-star better. Yeah, if you had that in one of our old NCAA dynasties, we would have accused you of David Kern style simming yes. ahead and cheating. Yes. That was the last time Arkansas State was was relevant. Yeah, Venable's so, seat is going to get very hot next year. And I think I, I've been down on Venable's. I was down on him the first yeah, of the year. i just not a fan of his uh, at all. I uh, just don't think uh, – not a fan. Uh, he talks – he's a lot like Shane Beamer. He talks the game. He looks the part in the press conference. But by God, you get him out there on the field, and it's tearing the headlights. And it's just yeah. like you can't, you can't rah rah people into into wins. Uh, it doesn't really happen that way. All right, I'm gonna give you one last coach, and then we're gonna wrap it up with college yep. football. We've been on it for a long time. Perfect. Does Dan Mullen come back? Oh, Dan Mullen. Super unlikable. Gets yeah. results. Will. Like, Does he get results? Florida though? was too big of a job. Yeah, I mean he's. I mean Mississippi State. He was good. He was pretty good. Florida at was so bad though. At the end, he did. He went to two New Year's Six bowls. He just never lost. beat Alabama. Never he beat. He just Georgia. lost the team. Yeah, and we kind of mentioned like he lost the team. Um, man. And he, he was he was far better. Than, I think part of it he was much better than his predecessors, is, which isn't saying much. Is there an ACC school that's going to come open this year? That's uh, a mm. like like a Virginia Tech. I don't. I mean, I don't think I don't think Virginia Tech's coming open. But uh, a team like Virginia, like I, if you put them somewhere that has some kind of his Georgia Tech, uh, Georgia I don't think Tech, that'd be a great hire. Uh, one of those schools, something like I could see him going ACC because I mean he has the Mississippi, he has the Florida. Uh, I could see him going that way. I could see him also going Big Twelve. I don't see I don't see an SEC no uh, fit. I think he's uh, at this no, point. No, he's not coming back to the SEC. I don't I don't see an SEC reunion for him. Uh, but the ACC or Big Twelve, if there's an opening at one of those schools, uh, I think he would have to listen. Uh, it's another yeah. one. If Nebraska called him, he'd have to listen. Um, yeah, Nebraska ain't calling him. Who's Nebraska I, I, going to get? Who who would if you were handicapping? I mean, Matt Rule would be the home run. You, you would you absolutely want. try for Matt Rule. Yeah, uh, that's um, what, that's because we make fun of Auburn boosters, and it's kind of like Tennessee with the Haslam's. Uh, they're going to run the show, and the athletic department is going to do uh, their thing. You just hope they're aligned. And you hope they're aligned. Yeah, a lot of times they're not. Uh, Nebraska, they have their boosters have some high expectations, but those it seems like the boosters in the in the athletic director's office, they're, they're very aligned on what they want. Uh, I think they would sell their soul for wins. So, yeah. So um, I, I think rule would be Nebraska would be a good, a good landing spot for him. Uh, it, it would. It, it's certainly... interesting though. I hadn't thought about him. I, Virginia I think it's interesting. Uh, like Virginia, Virginia Tech, Tech, Georgia Tech, Tech. That's a school that should be better. 
Fuente, um, I thought he was going to be great at Virginia man, Tech. And just, he, uh, crashed he, and he crashed and burned bad. Uh, Florida State, I think they're competitive enough. They're not get, getting rid of Norvell. <clears throat> Even if they got rid of Norvell. Uh, no, they're doing okay. They're they're up to, what, 7-3? Are, are they? Okay. Yeah. I knew they, I knew it had been a rough spell for a while there. Oh, they've been. Uh, with yeah, Florida, Florida State, State. So I'm not up to date on the ACC. I try to avoid that conference if possible. It's probably just a good. Oh, uh, this is it. This is a good Nebraska possibility. Uh, right. This guy's. This guy's been floated around for numerous college jobs. Uh, he doesn't really have any ties to Nebraska. Uh, Dave Doran, NC State head coach. Okay, so Dave Doran comes up all the time. He does. I he, feel like the past is Jimmy Sexton his agent. A problem. <laughs> I feel like all the time Dave Doran pops up. NC State preseason is like fourteen. Now, yep, NC State's going to make a run, and they lose to. Duke, Wake, Georgia Tech, somebody, and they're they go eight every and year seven, yeah, eight and four, seven and five. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't know. I mean, they're just. I mean, it's a. It's just a classic C plus program that's happened to have some pretty stellar quarterbacks over the years. But I man. feel like he may be looking to sneak out of there. That's why his name keeps getting brought up. I think he's kind of desperate to get out of there. I don't, so, I don't think it's. A bad thing. I just think he's like, hey, this this is my ceiling. Uh, I don't want to have too many of these years where I just finished seven and five, eight and four. I get the Jeff Fisher jokes coming at me. Poor Jeff Fisher. Let's uh let's sneak out of here while I still can uh and get another payday. I yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's I could see Dave Doran. If he did that, I could see Dan Mullen uh ended up in NC State. State. That's a good fit. That's a that's a fit for him. Something like that. He could he could be the guy to take NC State to a ACC championship game. Agree. I can see that. Yeah. Well, now that we've solved all the uh, coaching carousel questions, let's. Uh, uh, we've run long. Let's touch on the NFL for a little bit here. We had um, one of the the craziest. I, I struggle to say best, uh, most entertaining games. Uh, regular season of regular season, sure. a long time. Um, Buffalo and Minnesota. Um, I mean, this is one of those. If you look at the. Uh, you know, win percentage on, on the game cast, just massive oh. swings up and down. Just one of those. that's a, a lot of fun. Um, I came out of there thinking the better team lost, um, but both teams made just terrible mistakes. Uh, I don't know who to trust, but it was wildly entertaining. And well, Hey, here's a Chuck Sip report. Justin Jefferson's catch was the best catch you've ever seen in the regular season. Uh. Okay. I'll sip it. Uh, I just feel like, like it being in the moment, everything's like, oh, it's the best ever, best ever, best ever. It was phenomenal. I don't know how it was. I don't know how he did it. It was kind of like we were talking about it after the Tennessee Georgia game. Uh, the challenge there was there was two outcomes that it could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, in calling it a uh, Tennessee ball at the one, yeah, uh, is the, the only outcome couldn't that yeah. couldn't be. That's how I felt about the catch. Uh, it could be incomplete. It could be an interception uh, by Justin Jefferson breaking it up. Uh, a completion wasn't in the realm of possibilities when I saw it. Uh, I kind of knew he caught it prior because I was watching the end of the Titans-Broncos game. Uh, that was a great, great game. My gosh. Phenomenal game. Uh, I was watching it, and our group message was just lighting up left and right. What a catch, what a catch, what a game, what a game. 
Uh, and I was like, I'm over here watching this 17 to 10 slobber knocker of a game. That's just phenomenal to watch. Great football. Uh, and I was, I, I thought I'd missed it. Like I thought, I thought the game was over kind of thing. And then the Titans game ended and I turned it over there and they were still playing. And I was just like, I don't even know what's going on. So I had to get on Twitter and kind of scroll through and it was just Twitter was going crazy. It kept me kind of updated what happened. Uh, and then I watched overtime mm-hmm. uh, and uh, regular season, Kirk cousins, uh, pretty good quarterback. Good grief. Uh, it helps that Justin Jefferson. If, Oh if you, yeah. Uh, if you were picking a wide receiver to start your team, uh, Justin Jefferson is for sure top five, for sure top three. I would say. Who, who I do you think, think he over might him? be number, I think he's one. number one? He's number one, right? I think so. I mean, he's what? I don't third, know who third I'm, year in the league. I don't. I can't. I don't know who I would choose over him. I don't either. I. I I'm with you. I. One uh, A. Uh, I think I mean, you could. Kind of make a conversation for uh, Jamar Chase. Chase is the next one that came to mind. Uh, that was the, that was the one. Uh, I mean, Devontae Adams is older. Diggs is older. Uh, Tyreek's Cooper, pretty incredible. Cooper Cup. I yeah, Tyreek. He's uh, Tyreek's incredible. He should never be a GM though. Uh, his latest quote that I saw. Oh, I mean, gosh. he's obviously a Mahomes hater. Uh, he doesn't intentionally supposedly bash on Mahomes, but it just happens to happen. I don't know how that works. Uh, but his latest quote was McCole Hardman is the best wide receiver in football. Boy, that, that, that was the Tyreek Hill quote today. Andre so, Senator in Georgia. Uh, yeah, Ty- Tyreek, uh, he, he, he can fly. He's a game changer as far as that goes. Uh, Jefferson's better though. I would rather have Jefferson. Uh, Jefferson. He's a better person too. He's like, physical. He's physical. He's has the speed. He has the athleticism. Uh, literally anything you'd want a wide receiver. Uh, fun to watch, too. Uh, very, very, very fun to watch. He's making Kirk Cousins look like freaking Tom Brady out there. So, Kirk Cousins, man. I, uh, I, I kind of had a Kirk Cousins soft spot when I saw him shirtless with the chains around his neck on the plane back from uh, London. Uh, Speaking of London games, did you see the game in Germany? Uh, the Bucks. Yeah, um, the yeah Bucks. and the who'd they play? I don't even remember. Uh, Seahawks. Yes. Uh, did you see I the crowd? You didn't watch it? I watched part of it, but I don't remember the crowd. The, the crowd was better than any London game by a, by 1,200 times. 1,200 really? times better. I didn't realize this when... Uh, I remember NFL Europe growing up. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize at the end of NFL Europe, five of the six teams were located in Germany. Frankfurt, uh, Rhein. Uh, I don't know. That's two. I Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Munich, but, uh, maybe. <laughs> I would assume Munich would have, but yeah. F- anyways, five of the six were located really? in Germany. Crowd was phenomenal. And I'm like, uh, why don't they come here instead of London? Because the London crowd just sits there. It's kind of like watching Wimbledon. Uh, it's a Wimbledon crowd. They just kind of sit there and they just kind of do their little little silent tennis clap, and it's 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 awful. Nobody likes the London experience that I've heard. Uh, Tom Brady was very complimentary of the, of the German crowd. Like it mm. was it was a good vibe. It was it was a great vibe. I think. Uh, if you're looking to go overseas, try to find somewhere to go that people actually like uh, football. Uh, yeah, that's that, a great. Uh... That would be a good one. Uh, the other thing we're talking about overtime. Uh, yeah. There's there's no challenges uh, by the coaches. Everything comes from the booth. Uh, the booth missed two calls. One was in the last two minutes. Gabe Davis sideline catch. 
The other one was an overtime, 12 men on the field on, what was it, first and goal from the one or the two-yard line, something like that. And it gets stuffed at the five-yard line. Yeah. Uh, neither play was reviewed. So if you're not going to get the calls right and you don't give the coaches a chance to challenge it, uh, what the hell are you doing, NFL? I, like, also, it's, it's yeah. time for a sky judge. Like, uh, we saw we saw the Goddard. That was that was awful on Monday night. Uh, the face mask gets ripped. You know what I mean? He's pulled down by the face mask. Uh, blatant face mask. Everybody knows it's a face mask. I think there's a decent chance that. Oh. You're there. I see you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he didn't have. I don't think he had control of the ball until he was actually off the ground. So it should have really been a touchdown. Uh, but everybody says a face mask, and it's like, oh, why can't we correct this and get it right? Yeah. I I think I think a sky judge is the answer. It's been rumored for ten years or at least I feel like. But I think the technology is there for sky judge. Like, there's got to be. I mean, there's. I mean, we're not far from it. The there's just some common sense pieces that are that just need to need to be there with ruling. I mean, it's we we saw that in um, so soccer again. FIFA is one of the worst organizations in sports. Like uh, yeah. you know the <clears throat> Olympic Committee and uh, Ticketmaster. But anyway, even they, um, you know, have digital, uh, you know, uh, whatever rulings for goals. Yeah, anytime there's like an offside, they'll, they'll review for offsides. Yep. Uh, and they, a, they, they just do that box. They're like, let's go to the box and look and see, and whatever it shows, it shows. Uh, yeah, I mean, there was a there was a goal that I remember in the the 2010 Cup. It was Germany and England. There was a shot mm, that yeah. bottom of the crossbar. I think Klaus, the guy from Germany, it was so good. Like clearly, it was a goal, and it was missed. And I think that by the next World Cup, they'd fixed it. Yeah, I love the Premier League. Uh, I watch it maybe once a month kind of thing it's a saturday saturday morning kind of thing turn it on and uh that's the only live sports going and they even have like the goal line camera where it shows you like what like it's almost like the tennis view of of how close mm-hmm. it is to the line because yep. the whole ball has to cross and it'll be like literally like like two 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 centimeters still still to go and it's like oh no goal and you're like football has to have something better i they don't gotta know. do something they do for sure. Agreed. Agreed. So uh Steelers, uh probably not gonna have a winning season this year. They're probably not. Uh first losing season for Tomlin. Uh that was one of my bad takes. Um I had a lot of bad hot takes early in the season. One of them that aged okay is that the Vikings were gonna get a uh gonna win the division. That was I had that too. I think I that agreed with you on that one. Yeah, that the, was good. The Steelers getting better quarterback play. Um, boy, I was wrong about that. I don't know that it's been uh, that much worse. It hasn't been that much worse. Um, they've, but they've, they've just struggled with those the injuries on defense. Uh, Watt and Fitzpatrick if, have been in and out of the lineup. If they had Watt and Fitzpatrick every game, then that's an elite defense. And they've had, you know, Watt was out until last week. Yeah, I picked up the defense because I was like, Watt's back, let's go. And then make it Fitzpatrick has appendicitis and has to get her. Yeah. I'm like, that's my luck this year. I still did. Yeah. You've luck. had, yeah. Our, uh, well, self-inflicted luck. Yeah. We had, we had one of the most inconsequential trades of all time. Uh, Clyde Edwards, a Uh, he's on the and, waiver uh, wire. If you want him. Yep. 
I got Kyron Williams out of it, who he's probably on the waiver wire he, short. Did he have a good cut, game last uh, week yes. or no? No, he had one carry for nine yards. Okay. Probably still the best performance well, out, of a, out of a That was a better Ram performance than back. Clyde Edward Hilaire, who Zero. had uh, played four or six snaps, one of the two, uh, and had a goose egg. He, uh, he did. He was targeted in the first half. He played two snaps in the first half and was targeted on both targeted. snaps. Uh <laughs> I was like, I can't, I can't keep this guy. I gotta get rid of him wow. just, just so I don't see him on my roster anymore. That was a bad. That was that was very inconsequential. Incons- that was a rough trade, but it you was. Know, those happen. I, I had low expectations for all around, so I just at this point, I'm just making trades to make trades. Uh, hope to beat York this week just to uh, put a dagger at him. Ever since the collusion talk with Michael Pittman trade, that that got me fired up again. Caught a second win on that one. Yeah, that uh, that uh, awakened Cause, you. Yeah, because Logan called it out as collusion because I traded with AWOL, a stud wide receiver, and Michael Pittman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Michael I mean, Pittman, I would have thought that early in the year. but Michael yeah. Pittman is a good wide receiver. He's probably – heads up, I would take him over George Pickens, and I love Pickens. Uh, I just well, don't like that Indianapolis team. And also don't – oh, can we talk about Jeff Saturday real fast? Let's talk about Jeff Saturday. Okay. I, I'm not one of these people that's going to be like, he has no business being on the sidelines, even though that may be my thoughts. I really don't think he has any business being on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the people take it a victory lap for why he was a good hire as an interim coach after beating the Josh McDaniels Raiders uh, in a close game. Uh, oh, man. Th- this might not be the week to do the victory lap because I, I, I don't know who they play next week. Let's uh, take a look. Well, yeah. Josh McDaniels, one of the just, I mean, what a dumpster fire of a head coach. Oh, he is, um, he is not good at all. If only somebody could have seen that coming. Colts are plus six and a half. I don't know who they play, but. um, They play the Eagles. Oh, that six and a half is not enough after the loss. That's. Ooh. Well, then they play, the, they have a tough schedule. Um Eagles, Steelers, they'll win that one, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. TJ Watts back, so. do it. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys, Vikings, Chargers. That's a tough. Oh, that is tough. That's tough. Um, Giants and then Texans. Are people really going to be singing Jeff Saturday praises in about three weeks whenever no. he's one and three as a head coach? Yeah. I mean, he, he was a losing coach at a Georgia high school, for Christ's sakes. I mean, that's impressive. I mean, um, I, I mean, yeah. He's played with Hall of Famers, though. That that makes him qualified to be a head coach. Absolutely. He was Peyton Manning center uh, for years. Let's go ahead and call up, uh, what, Tarek Glenn and, uh, let's see, maybe uh, Ben Jones, Green Ellis. Tarek Green. Tarek Glenn. Glenn. Hey, I, I've heard nothing but great things about him. I think he yeah. got inducted into the Indy Ring of Honor kind of thing, whatever it was this year. Yeah. And uh, I think it was Reggie Wayne. Uh, no, I think it was Ursay. Ursay tweeted – most former players back for a ring of honor. Uh, it was for Terry Glenn, really? Ever. And Reggie Rain, Rain, we tweeted it and said, best guy, best player, ever. like best guy ever. Hands down. I love not, that. Not surprised. And I was like, those are the stories you like to hear. Like, you love hearing I stories love like hear that. that. Yeah. I do too. I, so. um, yeah, yeah, guys that, um, I feel like there's a lot of, you know, a lot of guys stay in the league, maybe past their, past their prime for that reason, that they're just such a good, 
Jason you know, Peters is, Jason is very, Peters, yeah. very similar uh, all around to that. I mean, being a tackle, uh, being overweight, uh, and being just somebody that seems like a nice guy. Who was the? I mean, the guy for the uh, Bengals and then Rams last year, uh, Whitworth. 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 Yeah. yeah, he's he's on Amazon. Something. He's terrible at that, but he is. That whole crew with their observations are not good. But that's um, Al Michaels is is great legend. He's, legend. I, uh, I like that he makes fun of Thursday night games while he calls them. The poor guy. I walked uh, once. Walked past Al Michaels on a flight from L.A. to Atlanta. Ooh. He was in first class, and I was not. <laughs> He's not. He's not a big man. Was he the uh, Miracle on Ice guy? Yeah, he's called a bunch of stuff. Yeah, he called Miracle yeah. on Ice. He's called a bunch of Super Bowls. He called the That's uh, forty years ago with the Santonio Holmes catch. Oh, helmet uh, catch. Yeah. Was that the, no, it was no, Tyree. that was the quarter of the end zone. No, that was Buck and Aikman for that one. Uh, I'm sure Joe Buck got super excited. Bob Kessling got excited. Oh, I. That's the phone to go back and look. She's like Manning. What a catch. I remember everybody else is losing their mind and Joe Buck's gotten much better, but uh, he was still in, you know, regular season baseball mode for that call. Um, was, uh, I will ahead. say bucket eight minutes have done a really good job on Monday night football. I haven't heard a single complaint from anybody about the announcers on Monday night football. Uh, I mean, kudos to them. That was the, they were, they had nothing to follow. So, they money that has struggled over the years with uh you know the the booger truck uh the jason witten debacle uh tony kornheiser dennis kornheiser, miller dennis miller yeah just <clears throat> kornheiser was the worst or booger booger well booger and, oh, and, and Witten. Kornheiser that was, was the worst i don't know I, I love tony kornheiser but that just wasn't the gig for him witten, no. witten was so bad the booger uh the booger in, in the chair on the sideline. Uh, f- you remember they had him on that? Yeah, the, the high chair. Yeah, that was awful. That oh. was that was the worst because there was all this backlash. Like fans couldn't see the game yeah. because of boogers moving green screen. <laughs> Loved it. Oh man. Well, let's um let's wrap up with this with, with NFL. All right, so okay. we're um over halfway through the season. Yep. Okay. Tell me your playoff teams. Ooh. Who, okay. who you got in each uh in each conference? And I'll I'll give you mine. I'll start with the AFC. AFC. All right. Uh we'll do the easiest one first, the Titans. Okay. Titans uh, win the South. It's a one. Uh, there's seven teams that make it now, right? Seven teams make it. Yep. Okay. There's only one team making it from the South, so that's why that's the easiest. Yep, uh, that's an easy one. Uh process elimination. The rest of the teams just suck. Titans yep. aren't good. They're not a good team. I'm a Titans fan. They're not good. Nobody wants to play him in the playoffs, though. Uh, Vrabel's, Vrabel's a hell of a coach. He's a great uh, coach. And they've I'm got, say. Yeah. Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry can gash you, defeat you mentally. The defensive line, if healthy. I mean, you want Simmons and Dupree back. Then they're tough. Yep. Oh, man. We freeze again. Uh-oh. You're not go down. You there? We're back. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess I lost connection somehow. I don't know how, but whatever. Uh Titans are the easiest one. So we'll mm-hmm. go to the Titans. Um 
I'll go out west. The yeah. uh, Chiefs will make it. Yep. That's two teams. We'll two. go with the Ravens. Mm-hmm. That's three teams. The Bengals would be four teams. You're going Bengals wild card. Dolphins, Bills. Who wins the division, though? Or are you just saying Dolphins and Bills? Right uh, I think the Bills. I'm not worried about the Bills. I think they're a good team. Uh, I, I think... I I think the Bills win the division. I think the Dolphins uh, are the wild card. Although the Bills' losses are all against all divisional, divisional yeah. teams. So they might have a tough time with the tiebreaker if it comes to that. Uh, I still think they're good. And I get one more team to make it. You get one more. So now you're picking uh, between the, the Jets. You get the Jets, Patriots, Chargers. Patriots, yep. What's the Chargers record right now? Do you know? I think five and four. Okay, I'll take Chargers then. Chargers. Uh, just because I think I think the Patriots are are bad. Uh, I think they kind of wish Denver or not Denver, but Oakland would go ahead and follow, fire, fire McDaniel's so that he can be back on the yeah. as an OC <laughs> for them. Uh, Matt Patricia is not cutting it this year, and the Jets are going to do Jets stuff. I mean, let's be honest; we we know that's coming. Yeah, uh, lots of fools gold there. So I go Chargers. Uh, okay, I, I think that that's my AFC. Mine's mine's close. I'm gonna go. Um, um, but are your division winners gonna be? They're gonna be very three similar of the years. three of the four. Some like the uh, the so, East could be could go a different way for you. East could go a different way, but I still trust Buffalo, the Titans, and the Chiefs. I'm gonna go with the Bengals making a run. Okay, that's and fair. Winning winning the North, uh, but I see Baltimore. I'm just flip flopping them. I think Baltimore makes the playoffs. Yeah, uh, I agree. The Dolphins are in, and I don't believe in the Jets. So it's going to come down. I think the last spot is going to be between uh, the Chargers and the Pats. Um, down the, the the Pats get uh, the Cardinals. Um, they get a couple Jets games and the Raiders. I think I'm kind of going to go with uh, with the Pats sneaking in at a nine and eight. I I didn't like picking the Chargers because the Chargers are always going to charger and do what they did last year. You know what I yes. mean? Yes. Like I didn't like it. I was just like yeah. Yeah, gotta, I hate think, on, gotta hate on Matt Patricia if ever possible. Love that. Uh, he's in a oh, NFC. Uh, yep. So let's go with uh, Tampa's going to win the NFC South. Process of mm-hmm. elimination. Mm-hmm. Uh, other teams are suck. It's crazy that both Souths are like that. Uh, so I don't think cool. I don't think there's a single good team in the South. Uh, and I also think Tampa's probably a team you don't want to play in the playoffs because if it's uh one yeah. possession game with four minutes to go. Uh, you're taking Brady. You're going to take Tom Brady. And their defense with, is really good. Uh, and I don't know where this came from. Uh, Julio Jones looked fast in uh, in in Germany. I don't know if he got some of that PRP injections or oh something while he was over there. Uh, he actually looked fast. I was like, who was that? And then I saw it was him, and I was like, that guy looked like a completely different guy. So. Uh, shout out PRP injections, uh, RIP Kobe on that one. Was it Kobe that went over there and got him? Kobe, yeah, he... yeah. So, okay, the South, you got you got the Bucks, uh, the Vikings for sure have already won. Uh, the North, uh, out West, I, I'm gonna go 49ers. I think the Seahawks has been a lot of fool's gold this year. I don't think mm-hmm. they're a bad team. 
I don't think they're that good either. Uh, and then the East is obviously going to be the Eagles. So that's, those are my four teams. I got to pick three, three wild card teams: uh, mm -hmm. Cow Cowboys, Packers, Seahawks. Cowboys, Packers. Oh, I forgot about the, the Giants Packers there. The Giants already have seven wins. Oh man! So I guess they have to be in. I think that I don't. I don't think they like. Can they? Oh. They get to ten. They hit. Wow. Yeah. Oh man. So. Oh. I. What are the Packers like? Three and six. Four and six. Four and six now. They're they're getting sneaky. I think they're going to beat the Titans this week to get to five and six. I I think they sneak in and. Oh man. Okay, I'll, I'll switch it up. I'll say the Seahawks fall out of it completely. So give me uh, the two East teams, the Giants, Cowboys, and uh, Packers. Okay. So here's here's my list. Uh, I really struggle. I don't think – I think the, the divisions are almost decided. Yes. With Philly, Minnesota, Tampa. I think those are mostly locks. I agree. Um, watching that. Sunday night game. I love the 49ers. Oh man, that did, I just love watching them. Um, yeah, let's talk 49ers for just once. I know we've been going long, but like a bunch uh, of what a fun like because you, you're an offensive lineman. Uh, mm -hmm. as an offensive lineman, watch watching Juice Check and Kittle uh help with the offensive line block, like those run plays are so well blocked. Like Elijah Mitchell, I don't know if he's good or not. Uh, Doesn't matter. But my God, he's going to get five yards down the field before he's touched. Uh, and I love that they're – I actually love the usage for Christian McCaffrey right now. Uh, I love that they're going to run Mitchell and give him the 20 touches and give McCaffrey the 15 touches to keep him healthy. And I think when the playoffs get here, you're going to see a 30-touch McCaffrey. Uh, I think they're going to pile on the McCaffrey in the playoffs. But I think they're going to get to the playoffs without him kind of thing. The the other piece about him, like again, yes, like you've got those those uh, you know Kittle and Ustek helping out, but that wide receiver room, Debo, with Debo, Ayuk, and, and John Jennings, like, yeah, it's I physical. Mean, they they block all day long. Very physical. You know, like my favorite receivers of all time are guys like Anquan Bolden and and Brandon Marshall that are just Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, yeah, that like you know that are just the block that are physical. Um, nobody wants to deal with those. 49er wide receivers. They don't drop balls. They're tough. You can hand, you give any of them a handoff. Um, that's it, that's just a fun team. Demico Ryan's is one hell of a defense coordinator. He's 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 on the list. I saw the, something where Staley said uh, that was his best coach game as a Chargers uh, against San Francisco. Holding yeah, wow. yeah. He was just like that. Was, that was my best called game I've had as a head coach. Well, and they still he's, lost. He's another one that's probably on the way out, but um, I wouldn't hate it. He's been very underwhelming. So I'm going to go Philly, yeah, Philly, Minnesota, Tampa, San Francisco. Um, I think you have to put the Giants in. Dallas gets in. And my last one, I'm going to throw a wild card out here. Well, literally, it's a wild card. But the Washington Commanders, commies, sneak in at eight and nine or nine and eight. And then. You you also you sent me this uh this TikTok like this is such a hickey take like this bitter Tom Brady take like Brady's gonna go eight and nine uh, round one he's gonna play Danny Dimes and win round two he's gonna go at Kirk Cousins who's gonna melt down 
and then find himself against Jimmy Garoppolo in the NFC Championship game, and that is what's going to happen. I'm telling you, that's exa- that's what's going to happen. But I'm going to I'm t- I'm 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 picking San Francisco to win the NFC. I I said it would be San Francisco or Philly uh, on our hot takes uh, preseason. Yeah, uh, and I, I went San Francisco, uh, and I'll still go San Francisco uh, just because AJ Brown. Gosh, I love watching him play football, but I can't stand listening to that guy. They, he, uh, he, I think it was, what, what was it? Uh, yeah, two weeks, two Sundays ago, Titans Chiefs, the Titans wide receivers had a big zero, uh, for the day, an offer for the day. And he had some smart ass tweet about it. And then they lose to the commanders, which was very fitting. And then he says, I'm glad we lost the game. Then we don't have to have the 17 and no talk and hear all that all year. I'm like, what a turd. Nope, you can just watch Larry Zonka drink his uh, his bourbon. Oh, that was my notes. Is there a more insufferable, just absolutely uh, awful, than Larry Zonka and Mercury Morris uh, anytime the last team loses a game? Hosting champagne. Yeah, that I just that was like my whole Twitter feed, and I was just like, good night. I'm turning it off. I'm going to bed. Like, just yeah, it was rough. It. Could not um, do it. Those guys. Yeah, the... 50 years, it's been 50 years for that, you know. It's crazy. I mean, there have been some there have been some close calls for 15 and one teams. Patriots. But, uh, the Patriots were the closest. The 85 Bears were close. There was the 84 49ers. There have been a couple 15 and one teams, but not many. Um no. I don't I don't think that's it's almost impossible now um for that to happen. But yeah, that's that's a pretty insufferable uh tradition. Also, um that was the last time the Dolphins – no, 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 they won 73. So one year later was the last time the Dolphins won a Super Bowl. Yeah, and they, um, they had Dan Marino for 20 years. Man, what a squandered – yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you, you plop Dan – like 1985 Dan Marino in today's NFL, and he's probably the best quarterback by – I don't I mean, he's he had that Mahomes-level arm talent and – Though he was closer to like a Peyton Manning, but his arm was a million times better than Peyton Manning's ever was. Yeah. Yeah. Is last football question. Yep. Is there any chance the Bills miss the playoffs? Let's because look at their they're, schedule. They're good. Like I, I don't have any doubts they're good. Uh but there there are some injuries that just keep pop- it seems like every week they have a new injury. Uh Tredavious, uh Davis White, yeah. White, who who we mentioned. They lost their safeties early in the season. Micah Hyde was out for the year. Uh, Poyer was the other one, I think it was. So, so here's the th- Buffalo has had quite a schedule. Um, Rams, when we didn't know the Rams weren't good. Titans, Dolphins, Ravens. Killed the Steelers. Um, Chiefs, Packers, Jets. Vikings. Every team is either in playoff contention, with the exception of Pittsburgh. So they've they have played really tough schedule. So then next they got the Browns. The uh, Lions. Speaking of which, uh, the Browns this week. Uh, there's supposed yeah. to be six six feet of snow in Buffalo this weekend. Ooh man, so that's gonna be. You, you might a get the to watch on TV. Nick, Nick Chubb, little snow game action. I mean that you don't. Know, I just think things could be yeah. breaking breaking bad. Uh, the Lions. That's that's a Thanksgiving Day game. You never know if the Lions will get a little frisky there. 
then they had the Patriots, the Jets, the Dolphins, Justin Fields. Uh, he came out of nowhere and looked halfway decent. Bengals and Patriots again. I mean, it's it's possible. I, it, it would take some weird things to happen. It would. Josh I, Allen's I just, a little banged up. I mean, if the elbow's a little worse than easily non kind of thing. Uh, they, I think they could be a team at the end of the year. You're looking at it and you're like, how did they miss the play? You know what I mean? Like you're looking back, you're like, this team's really good. With, uh, and it seems like there's always one team like that that just the Chargers last year tends to be the Chargers every year. Every but, year, yeah. I mean, but looking at Browns, Lions, Pats, Jets, Dolphins, Bears, Bengals, Pats, do they do they, is they there four two? wins there? Are they 0 2 right now against the division? Three. 0 and 3? No. Oh, no, no. 0 and 2. No, you're right. Also, the right, Vikings, right. yeah. So I think really they're 0 and 2. They're 0 and 2. And it just, I mean, I think you get a little revenge tour back to back with the kid. Jets and Jets and Dolphins. Because um, those were both away games that they lost. Yeah. So. And um, you know, if it's cold up there, uh, the Dolphins are winning. Yeah. They're not, yeah. they're not winning. No, it's, it's, it's possible, but, um, no, I don't. I don't. I don't. Think I think they're. I think they're a good team. I just think they're. Uh, they've had. They've had a tough schedule. I agree. I think. I mean. I still think championship weekend. We're seeing Buffalo at Kansas City, and uh, Tampa, San Francisco. That's my. That's my pick. Sign me up. I might replace Philly with Tampa there, but yeah, sign me up. I mean, I would rather see Philly than Tampa, but uh, yeah, could be a fun weekend. Yeah. Well, we have uh, we have hammered through some football talk. Next week, we're uh, going to dive into a little bit of World Cup. First couple games will be out of the way. Um, maybe we should probably talk about Thanksgiving USA. next week. Our favorite dishes. Uh, yeah, U.S. Open against Wales on Monday, so should be a win. But I don't know. You can't. U.S. has not looked good. Can't no loss. Yeah, can't and can't trust. Uh, can't trust the U.S. in the World Cup. So. I mean, the only good thing is they're with England, who's uh, notoriously bad in the World Cup, too. So they choke. And Iran, uh, Iran, sneaky, but kind of like Wells. Or I think Iran and Wells are both sneaky, good teams. Like, uh, I mean, you know what I mean? They're not like a powerhouse. It's not like you're playing Spain or yeah, Portugal, but uh, or they've Portugal had the US has had much tougher, like they're the well, they had that Brazil. years ago when yeah, they had. Uh, Portugal, oh. Germany, and uh, Ghana. That was miserable. Yeah. That was like group of death. Yeah. Um, this is not the group of death. No, there are no. there's not many excuses uh, right they now. Should. I did see it. I did see a TikTok today, and it was Landon Donovan going over who he would have in a starting ten. Uh, and his breakdown of who he would start was phenomenal. Like I'm like, can you go ahead and make this guy the coach of Team yeah. USA? Because uh, he was just like he was just naming off the like he was just like. Yeah, these are the four defensemen, no questions. And he had a shocker uh, in the midfield. Uh, they're like, oh, this one over – he's like, yeah, that guy just really sucks at defense. It's just – I love that. He's like, you don't really see it because, I mean, he's not having to play much deep, but he's he his his man gets lost all the time. And sometimes it's not, like, on him. Like, it's not noticeable, but it's his man. Everybody knows it that knows football. And I'm just like, Wow, like phenomenal talk right so let's, there. Let's plant Donovan and Landon. Dempsey at the head of uh, head of uh, U.S. soccer and just see what happens. Can't go worse than Klinsman and whoever the hell the coach is now. Uh, well, they had Michael Bradley for a long time. And, yeah. Um, I forget who it is now. But, yeah, those are the two best. What? Those are the two best American-grown players of all time, Dempsey and, and Donovan. I mean. Pulisic right now has a chance to be He's got there. a chance, but. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, it'll be fun. I love the World Cup. 
I'm You're disappointed that they they cut the guy named Pfock. Uh there's some guy his name's literally Pfock. Uh P E F O K. Uh I'm disappointed he didn't make it. Apparently he was a he was a snub, so I mean uh his name should have got him on there if it was his coin toss. So listen, he's going to Qatar. I don't know what would have happened. It's uh that's, that's an atrocity in of itself that Qatar's World Cup. I mean Iran with their current human rights stuff, they shouldn't be allowed to compete I've, in anything. It's, it's a it's bigger I've than this seen, talk about. Seen but. some journalists that that are just like going over there to cause trouble. And I'm like, uh, is that really the smartest thing to do? Go to go to no. a country and and like I mean they their laws will kill you because they'll, they'll yeah. fight. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I may, if I'm going to a country I'm not comfortable in, I'm I'm probably not going to do anything I'm not that's remotely shady or could possibly get me killed or in jail, especially so, a third world jail. I'm not I'm not going to do that. I don't want to do hard labor like that. Hell no. So I've been but to the, some of those countries. Um, fun fun story when I was in uh, AWOL and I. There's another podcast when AWOL and I talked about our trip around the world. Went to, AWOL I went didn't to Iran. Go to one. Yeah, AWOL, AWOL, AWOL missed out on that, right? Yeah, he got to he missed out because yeah. of his his uh visa? some clerical error with his with his visa. But yeah. you know, as as an American in Iran, like if anybody knew where I was from, like it was immediately escalated. There was still like we weren't that far removed from you know the Iraq War at the time, so there was still you know a lot of tense moments. But anyway, um, I had an ice cream cone. I was walking down the street with an ice cream cone with a couple of my friends. I don't know what happened. The ice cream cone fell off. Like it just, the ice cream f- <laughs> fell off in the middle of the street. I didn't know, like I knew the laws in Singapore, all this stuff. I knew it wasn't like that, but I was just so like worried about the laws and rules in Iran. Iran. I just barehanded, like picked up the, like the ice cream off the ground just with my hand. So it wouldn't and like try to wipe away the smudge of the soft serve into the asphalt and walked around with it till I found a trash can just cause just out of paranoia that somebody, yeah. I mean, was going to figure out that I was the American. I don't always tell people that I was Irish or Icelandic or something. Um, you know, but yeah, fun, fun story. Don't go sure to be an interesting world least. cup. Great stories. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> Well, with that little geopolitical talk, didn't expect that out of Sports Nuts and Beer Guts, but uh, fun episode, Chris. Enjoyed talking Enjoyed with it, you. Hickey. We solved some of the world's problems. Um, always fun. As always, uh, go Vols. Suddenly, we're 49ers fans around here, but uh, should be uh, should we're, be an entertaining We're both uh, Kyle Shanahan fans. Yeah. I'm a Kyle yeah, Shanahan fan. I would I'd be very happy for them if they won the Super Bowl. I'll put it that I way. I agree. So, yep. All right. Well, Chris. Till next time, if you drink, don't drive. Do the watermelon crawl.